in Savitri vision and the boon, we see that it starts with uh, Ashapati experiencing the growing closeness of the Divine Mother. And first of all, this is a beautiful description. Even his very body cells are feeling as if they are given to the mother. Very beautiful experience. And then suddenly the voice um, begins to talk to him and addresses him. Oh, strong forerunner, I have heard thy cry. No, that comes later. But it starts with, Oh, son of strength who climbs creation speaks. No soul is thy companion in the light. So it starts addressing him uh, without Ashapati even asking for the boon. He asked the boon later. But initially, now this is only natural. Because the Divine Mother, she knows why he has come. She knows that he has done this arduous tapasya not for any personal gain. But he has come for, for earth. And that's why in that initial conversation or uh, I mean direct, that time it's a monologue. She says that what thou hast won is thine but ask no more. No soul is thy companion in the light. Alone thou standst at the eternal doors. And then she says, Truth born too soon might break the imperfect earth. I am the fire and the cause of things. She says, says all these things. That, uh, but too immense my danger and my joy. Ask not for the immeasurable descent. So it seems she has already known all that is inside Ashwapati. Which is only natural because the Divine Mother. So she knows what he has brought. So she has already explained to him, you are hurrying, don't, don't be in a hurry. Then he asks further, she has cautioned him. Why? Because if he asks, then given his tapasya, the Divine Mother has to do a tathastu. So instead of the traditional way where, you know, the person asks, and then we see that Brahmaji or whoever is there says, no, no, I can't give you this. Uh, and then the person asks something else. Here, she knows what he is going to ask. And if Ashupati were to ask, she will be obliged, if I may use the word, to give it to him. Because he has already won it. He can ask. But therefore, before he asks, the Divine Mother, who is the all-knowing, she says, hold on, first to listen to what I have to say. I know what you are going to ask. But don't ask it because it will it may create, you know, truth born too soon, might break the imperfect earth. And it closes with these lines that see I understand and it will happen what you are having in your heart. But let it take place over a course of time, till then you continue. I I ask you not to merge your heart aflame into the immobile silence. He says him. And then it comes toward the end, she says that above blind fate and the antagonist power. Moveless there stands a high unchanging will to its omnipotence. Leave thy work's results. All things shall change in God's transfiguring hour. So she tells him it will happen. It will come in due course of time. So after this questioning, still Ashupati insists. She is compelled to give that boon. So she in the beginning <laughs> tries to caution him because he is omniscient. That's how. So without his speaking, she understands. Must have been the real experience of Sri Aurobindo, I am sure. When he stood at those doors, the Godhead of the vision, wonderful, must have told him, See, <laughs> yeah, I know you are embodying the anguish of mankind, but look around, man is not ready. That's why Sri Aurobindo said, when Mother asked him, when she met, that uh, is the world ready? 
She said, if we wait for it to be ready, it will never be ready. We have to make it ready. So already it was known that it's not ready, yet they ventured. So we can imagine the sacrifice. sacrifice. No other way it could have been. Okay. Namaste.